Welcome to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies with John Balserac. John has been in the financial services industry for over 20 years and has dedicated his business career to helping families accomplish their financial goals by focusing on their core values, which involve balance and clarity of all four asset classes, financial, intellectual, social, and human. Contact John Balserac at 888-949-7475 or on the web at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. And now here's John to help you create lifestyles and build legacies. Well, welcome back to another show of Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. I'm your host, John Balserac, with A4 Wealth Advisors and my co-host, the one, the only, Tony Shore. Tony, I hear you're dressing up as Santa this week. <laughs> Tell me it's not true. It is not true. I am okay. not going to dress up as Santa Claus. Um, I, I'm not against it. It's just I think you a, would make a fantastic Santa Claus. I would probably. Uh, I would probably. I've got the build for it. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I don't have any facial hair, but you know. And, and you're jolly. I'm jolly. Uh, I like to say ho ho ho. You got a good voice. Yeah, I could do the same. I think I think you got the trifecta. Well, I wish I had a, a natural beard and mustache. I don't have that, so. Well, we could work on yeah. that though. Yeah. Not between now and Christmas. Yeah, though. Yeah, that'd be tough. Although. You know, they make fake ones that look pretty real nowadays, I guess. True, true, true. Well, let's talk a little bit about money today. Uh, on our show, we're going to focus on rollover precautions. Um, we've had a lot of listeners call in and ask about this and a lot of prospective clients. So we, we always try to use a topic that people can relate to and say, hey, I definitely want to learn more about that. And, and for anyone who has not caught our show, uh, they can go to Apple iTunes and they can download our show. We have all of our shows on there. They can also go to our website, Tony, at www.a4wealth.com. That's letter A numeric for wealth.com. And we're going to get right into it. We're going to talk about the difference between an IRA rollover and an IRA transfer. You know, people think that they're the same things. They are not. And do the listeners know what precautions that you should take when you roll money over. And it sounds like, oh, well, rolling money over, how hard can it be? But I can tell you, being in the business now for 23 years, Tony, that people mess it up all the time. And it causes excess taxes and excess penalties and a lot of angst, which you don't want. Yep. Yeah, that's true. I mean, obviously, uh, there is some confusion. A lot of people aren't sure what to do because uh, there's a lot to it uh, and there's a lot involved. Um, but I think I know something about IRAs, but I'm not sure I can explain the difference between a rollover and a transfer and tell you all of the rules and regulations. That's where you come in, right? Yeah. You know, you know, many of us that are in the industry, we will talk about uh, what qualifies as a rollover, but there are still a number of pitfalls that a lot of people, um, you know, don't foresee coming or make mistakes. So today we're going to kind of walk through a number of precautions that our listeners out there should be aware of so they can avoid them. And I know there's the balance.com outlined uh, this article, the 10 IRA rollover rules you need to know. So again, I'm going to repeat that. If anybody wants to Google that or look that article up, the 10 IRA rollover rules you need to know is a great uh, place to start as a reference. 
to make sure you're taking the proper precautions. All right. Well, that sounds good. So, John, where do we start? Okay. So for many of us, the first time, you know, we interacted with the concept of a rollover is when we switched employers. So how many people out there have changed jobs? Well, we know a lot of people have done it. And I think they say now today in your working life, you may change jobs nine to 12 times in your working career. So for a lot of people out there listening, they're, they're very aware of this. And what should they do with the funds in their current employer-sponsored plan? For example, their existing 401k. So most plans allow you to roll over your funds once you leave the company. We call that separating service, okay? However, there are a few that allow you to remove funds while you're still employed. Now, for listeners out there, I want you to think about this. Let's say you're 50 years old and you have accumulated a half million dollars in your 401k and you don't have many safe money options inside your 401k, you can actually roll that balance out if your plan allows for it. It's called a non-hardship in-service withdrawal to an IRA, and you can have someone like uh, A4 Wealth Advisors manage that for you. And you can still contribute to your existing 401k and still get a match. You're just rolling out the balance. So one is when you separate service, Tony, that's where most people are gonna roll over their 401k. But there's also a non-hardship and service withdrawal provision that many companies allow for. So if you don't know if your company allows for that, I would talk to Human Resource and find out if your plan document does. Because that can be a fantastic opportunity for somebody, for example, to maybe shave off or de-risk their portfolio. You know, we've seen the market here uh, in 2018. It's been very, very volatile. So for a lot of people out there, they don't have a safe haven to put their 401k money. So this is a great option for those people. Yeah, that sounds like a good option. It sounds great, uh, but it can be a very chaotic time. You know, when people change jobs, they have new colleagues, different things like that. Uh, IRA rollovers or what to do with their 401ks may not be the first thing that people are thinking about, right? Probably the last. Uh, you know, that's very, very true. You know, while we often think of a rollover is just something that happens at a job change. Some plans allow you to roll over funds um, with transactions known again as an in-service distribution, which I just covered. So I just think that, you know, how it's so important, number one, to save money and, and build up your plan. But I would say get with a trusted professional, uh, someone who has a fiduciary responsibility to show you what all your options are because it's a chaotic time. You're more focused on, you know, getting in with the new company and, and I guess making sure that you are fitting in with that culture and you're doing your job and you're performing. The last thing you want to think about is rolling over your money, Tony. So, you know, if, if anyone out there has a problem or doesn't know what their options are, they can give our, our company a call. It's toll free at 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. 7361 and we can show them how to roll over their money or even if they're still working if they have that uh, option to do an in-service distribution okay uh that makes sense so uh, why would somebody consider though an in-service distribution you know just, just like i covered a minute ago you know if you have you know most 401ks you might have 12 options maybe 14 options some plans have less believe it or oh, not yeah. And, and let's say that you're 55 or 60, and maybe you want to retire at 65. So you're in the retirement red zone. We've talked about that. It means you're within 10 years of retiring. 
Well, if you've accumulated all your money or the majority in this 401k, you don't want to put all of it at risk. So you can do an in-service distribution and move it over to a firm like ours. We have a fiduciary responsibility. We can put you in an actively managed account, or we can put you in some other safe money options that can help de-risk your portfolio because you know you don't want to lose 30% the year that you retire and then have to make up that difference by going back to work. So it offers you many more investment options on the risk side or the non-risk side. And we can help build you an asset allocation that's tailored around your goals, your objectives, your time horizon, and most of all, your risk tolerance. Because a lot of people, as they get closer to retirement, they don't want to expose um, you know, they want to expose less and less of their portfolios to risk in most cases. So I think for a lot of people out there, that would be a really good reason to do it. And, you know, once you rolled into an IRA like at our firm, you know, we have the entire universe of investment options available to us. And it just gives the client more choices and we can tailor that plan, you know, better for that client. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. So, uh, but not every 401k has an in-service option though, right? No, unfortunately they don't. Uh, we see a lot more companies that are offering that to their employees. Um, so you really need to ask your human resource if it's available. Uh, and you'll find that the rules are different for different companies. You know, Some may allow you to take an in-service withdrawal or distribution at age 50, some at age 55. Most will let you take all of it at 59 and a half. Because um, they think at that age, you know, you should be able to do what you want with your money. So I think it's important if you don't know to ask your employer what options you have. And this opens you up uh, to a few tax obligations. Uh, you know, you want to read all those carefully. You know, you always want to make sure you do a direct trustee to trustee transfer. You don't want the money to come to you, uh, even though you have a 60 day, uh, you know, the, the, the option to roll that money back into an IRA within 60 days. A lot of people mess that up. That's another precaution that we want to tell people not to do. So if you're allowed to do it, take advantage of it and do a trustee-to-trustee -trustee transfer. Okay. Uh, that's a good option. So uh, you mentioned uh, the 60-day rule. What is that? Yeah, the 60-day rule refers to the tax-free grace period that you have. If you do withdraw funds, if the check comes to you, Tony... Um, you have 60 days to put them back into your IRA before you're going to be taxed or penalized. And we think it sets up Pandora's box because people don't do it. And if you do it directly from your plan administrator, they automatically withhold 20%. Oh, so, wow. so let's just suppose you had a $100,000 rollover and they send you a check for 80000 and you deposit it. You have to go find $20,000 from somewhere else to add it to your eighty. So you're so you're hold a hundred. Otherwise, that twenty thousand is going to be taxed in that tax year, and for many people, that can throw you up into the next bracket. It can cause all kind of problems. Oh, if you're yeah, if you're imagine. younger than fifty nine and a half years old, there's a ten percent excise tax on top of ordinary income tax. So it causes a financial nightmare for you if you do a sixty day rollover incorrectly. So that's another precaution out there, you know. But I would say for most listeners, find out if you have an in-service distribution available. Look at what your options are outside of your company plan. There are so many options on the safe money side and on the money and the managed money side. And avoid the 60-day rollover. Do a trustee to trustee transfer so that you don't, you know, cause yourself a lot of problems when it comes to taxes and penalties. 
That sounds good. Uh, <laughs> now, I mean, it's good to know. Obviously, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. You need to make sure you do it in the right way. Uh, but it's good advice, and it's good to know. Now, our time is almost up for this first segment, John. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we take a quick break here? I think that for many listeners out there, you know, making sure that you have a plan is critical. Um, you know, a lot of people that have a job and say, well, I've only got these 12 options, don't realize they have an in-service distribution or in-service non-hardship withdrawal available to them. So come in, get a second opinion. Uh, we like to put together a guaranteed retirement income plan for our clients so that they can take the guesswork out of if they can or they can't retire. And we do that every single day. So give us a call toll free at 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. So we can help put a plan together for you. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from A4 Wealth Advisors now by going to a4wealth.com or by calling us at 888-949-7475. And welcome back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is none other than John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. And John, great show so far today. Uh, We're talking about rollover precautions, especially when it comes to our 401ks. Uh, You have to watch out. When you have 401ks, 403bs, 457s, uh, traditional IRAs, things like that, uh, you want to make sure it, you know the rules and how it all works. Uh, with 401ks, you talked about uh, what in-service distributions were and how they are beneficial. And then you talked about the 60-day rule uh, that refers to that tax-free grace period between withdrawing funds from one IRA and depositing them in another or 401k. Uh, now, you mentioned some tax implications as well, John, before the break. Let's talk more about those because uh, these accounts, uh, the, the whole point of these accounts, uh, they're all affected by tax, either tax deferred or tax free. So uh, tell us more about that. Yeah. So a lot of these plans, you know, uh, these ERISA type plans were developed for retirement. So they're, they discourage you greatly from pulling money out of your retirement plans, like, for example, to go buy a car, or to go buy a boat or do something other than retirement. I mean, they want you to use that money. So long story short, if you take money out prior to 59 and a half, um, there's a 10% excise or you know penalty tax in addition to ordinary income tax. So if you're in the 24% bracket, you'll be at 34 just at the federal level, plus your state, you might be another 5.75. So if you, if you mess it up, you can see how much money is going to go to taxes. And, you know, a lot of people ask me, well, should I borrow from my 401k? Well, if you borrow from your 401k, that's better than taking a withdrawal and being taxed on it. Um, but, you know, you can pay it back and pay the interest back to yourself. But we discourage using um, or, you know, t- digging into retirement funds for anything other than retirement. You need to have an emergency fund for those other things and let your retirement grow because that's going to make a big difference between now and the time you retire. So you have enough there that that money can last the rest of your life. Mm. 
Well, and that's the that's the goal, right? So it, it's safe to say you want to be well aware of these implications of that 60-day rule and the other rules that apply when you make any withdrawals then from your IRS. Correct, yeah. The 60-day rule, I would just avoid it altogether. You know, the IRS changed the, uh, that too. They You can only do one 60-day rollover per year. And I know we had a person come in our office a few years ago, and they tried to make two in one year, and the, the IRS did not allow that. And that second one that they tried, the entire amount became taxable. So we tell people, look, avoid the 60-day rule. Always do a trustee-to-trustee direct transfer so the money never comes to you. In some cases, you know, a 401k company will cut a check and send it to you as long as they make it out to the custodian, like TD Ameritrade or Fidelity for the benefit of John Smith IRA, that's okay. If they you know overnight that to your house and then you deposit that into the custodian and it still doesn't go to you, that's okay. But if the check's made out to you and then you have to get it back in within 60 days or they withhold 20%, I would avoid that nightmare like the plague. Don't do that because you're gonna set yourself up for failure and plenty of people do it and they pay the penalty, and it's just not good. It takes away from their goals. Well, yeah, no, you don't want to. You don't want to have to deal with that. Uh, so obviously, uh, these types of penalties would have a huge negative impact on your savings, and therefore could really affect your overall retirement, right? Yeah, that's the whole thing. I mean, you know, it's it's hard enough to build a well balanced portfolio of stocks, bonds, ETFs, maybe some safe money vehicles. So you don't want to screw it up by paying unnecessary taxes and penalties that you just don't have to pay because that's just shaving more off your hard-earned money that you're putting away. So anytime you can avoid doing that, that's going to be fantastic. Um, You know, you should also get with a tax professional and maybe think about not putting all your money in pre-tax into your 401k. Maybe you should put some of it in post-tax into a Roth situation, especially if you're younger and you have time. Uh, you can build a pretty significant after-tax or tax-free bucket in a, in a 401k if you fund it long enough. So these are all things you want to think about, but you know most people out there, Tony, do not have a plan. Uh, we always, always, always encourage having a cogent plan that deals with every aspect, whether it's in your insurance, your retirement plan, your taxes, your state. All those things need to come into one place and make sure that you have a plan, and then you follow that plan you make changes as things do change because they will. And if you don't have that today and you want to get one, give us a call toll free at 855 260 7361. Again, 855 260 7361. We would love to sit down with you and build a plan for you. All right. Well, you mentioned uh, something about an IRA transfer earlier. Tell us about that. Okay, so similar to a direct IRA rollover, a transfer is you move an IRA from one institution to another. You know, a 401k rollover is coming from your employer plan, okay, to an IRA. That's a roll, you're rolling out your 401k or qualified plan, but let's say you already had money in an IRA, let's say at Fidelity, but you wanna move it to another investment advisor who uses TD Ameritrade. What's well, going to go from your Fidelity IRA to your TD Ameritrade IRA, and then that is a transfer. It's not a rollover. Okay, so remember, rollover is going to come directly, excuse me, from a qualified plan, <clears throat> and an IRA transfer is going to come from another existing IRA. So that's the difference out there. Hopefully that makes a lot of sense to a lot of people out there. 
And, uh, you know, like I said, try to avoid things like the 60-day rollover rule. Uh, always try to do a trusty-to-trusty transfer, and that will save you a lot of time and money. Sure. Well, yeah, and it protects you from making a mistake and, and violating those rules. If you do that, what you were talking about, a direct transfer or a direct rollover where you don't have them cut you a check, uh, you just roll it directly from one institution to another. And I would assume that's typically the way you do it uh, with your clients, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you want to move funds uh, directly, trusty to trusty transfer. If it's traditional IRA, it's going to stay a traditional IRA. You know, you're not going to go traditional to Roth. Um, if you do that, that's called a conversion. You're going to have to pay a conversion tax. So you want to make sure that when you do these things, you're not paying any taxes or any penalties. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people do that when they try to do a 60-day rollover and they don't get it in within 60 days. Or if uh, they take it directly from the employer and the employer mandates a 20% withholding, they may not have that 20% in another bucket to add it to their 80%. So these are where people make mistakes, and we've seen it happen for many, many years. So we just want to educate people out there today to not make those mistakes and you know, build as much retirement assets as you can. Today, we're talking about precautions for rollovers, possibly tax-exempt rollovers. Uh, what about those? And is there an age limit to make those types of uh, rollovers? Absolutely not. You know, there's no age limit, but there are some additional considerations that people should consider. Um, you know, if you have reached age 70 and a half and are now subject to taking your annual required minimum distribution known as RMD, uh, you'll need to be aware that you can't roll your RMD over. Okay. You have to take it. Uh, and you can still feel free to roll over your uh, funds after reaching the threshold. Um, you just need to be conscious of removing each year's RMD before you you know you do the rollover. So we have some people that are in their 70s, they love work, and they're actually contributing to their, to their qualified plans as they're being forced to take an RMD at the same time. So, you know, and you have to understand why that is. You know, if, if the government has given you these tax breaks your whole life to put money in, at 70 and a half, they're, they're looking at their watch and saying, uh, I want to get my tax money. So at 70 and a half, you'll be forced to start pulling money out of your qualified plan. But uh, if you're still working, you can actually still contribute too. So I've had people that are still working, they contribute, but they're taking their RMD at the same time. Sounds kind of weird, Tony, but that's just the way that it works. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand. I mean, it's, it's, sometimes it can get complicated, but that's why we have you here, John, to help us through all this. What are some other things we need to be keeping in mind? You know, make sure uh, that you're aware of your options and look at them at least annually. You know, over time, you may acquire funds that can be rolled over into your IRA. We talked about in-service distributions. Um, and then, you know, any IRAs that you have, maybe that you've inherited from a spouse or uh, a family member, um, you know, any kind of tax-sheltered annuity plans and government-deferred compensation plans like 457 plans. You know, just be aware of all those options. A lot of times you can consolidate them. Sometimes maybe you break them up to do different investment strategies. So you don't have all your, you know, eggs and equities, for example, or bonds. You want to have a really well-built uh, asset allocation that's going to be tailored and customized to your goals, your risk tolerance, your time horizon, and, and what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Well, you mentioned 457 plans. What are those? 
Well, okay. Well, that is uh, defined by the IRS. Um, They're non-qualified, unfunded, deferred compensation plans. And they're really, Tony, established by state and local governments, okay, and tax-exempt employers. So these plans are very similar to other retirement savings plans like 401ks. They also allow for pre-tax contributions that go into them. So, you know, if you are a firefighter or a government employee um, and you, let's say that you make $50,000 a year and you want to put in, say, 10000 into this 457 plan, you're only going to pay tax on 40000 So it can go in pre-tax and it will grow tax deferred until you retire. Um, and then, at, you know, once you retire, then, of course, you can access those funds. And if it did go in pre-tax, then you will you'll pay taxes on the distributions at, at a later time. Sure. But do these 457 plans allow for those same in-service distributions like the plans we discussed earlier? Yeah, you know, one, one great place to go is financialanswers.com. And uh, they did an excellent job of breaking down some of the unique features of 457 plans. Uh, if you want to look up this article, it's an overview of 403B. That's like hospitals and stuff like that in Section 457s, firefighters and police officers. And they identified many of the ingredients of a, of a 457 when it comes to in-service distributions. And in-service distributions are allowed before 70 and a half if three conditions are met. So if you have a 457 plan and you're, and you're listening out there, this is going to apply to you. If you're under 70 and a half, number one, the total account balance does not exceed a certain dollar amount. Number two, no contributions were made to the plan during the previous two years. And three, there was no previous in-service distribution. So if those three are met, then you can do it. So anyway, I think that's good information for a lot of people out there. Oh, yeah. So what else makes a, a Section 457 plan or 457 plan unique? Um, they're regulated by state law, uh, if maintained by a government employer. Uh, you know, this may limit the type of investments that can be held in the plan. Uh, I know that a lot of non-government employees that qualify to offer Section 457 plans are not restricted by state law as to the types of investments they can offer. Um, so just be aware of that. Yeah, I think that's really important. And it seems like there's a lot to consider with these retirement plans and potential rollovers that we've been talking about. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. You know, some of these government plans, you know, if they just have, uh, like if you have a TSP plan, they may have the G fund, but you can't look what's inside the G fund, and you're able to roll this over and then really know it's under the hood. I think that's important for people to know actually how they're invested. Uh, but a lot of people out there don't know all the ins and outs when it comes to making rollover decisions, and like I said, they – they make mistakes. So that's the whole point of the precautions of the show of how to avoid them. You know, for most people out there, find a really good financial advisor that you can trust that has a fiduciary responsibility to act in your best interest and show you all your available options. And, you know, if you have that kind of transparency, you know, you can make an educated decision that's going to be in your best interest to help you uh, you know, to make these rollovers or do these in-service distributions and, and give you the best options available. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. Uh, and I know it's been a fantastic show, but we're out of time. 
Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today, John? Yeah, I think that for a lot of people out there also think about setting goals as we enter, you know, we're getting ready to enter 2019 here right around the corner and set new goals. You know, if you set them for 2018 and didn't do them, they say like after like the fifth week or maybe it's even sooner, like the third week of January, people already go back into their old habits. Don't do that. Uh, get with a financial advisor, set some new goals. Let's see what you have and let's make a plan. That's what we do as CFP. So give us a call at 855-260-7361. We wish everybody a happy, safe uh, holiday season out there. Thank you for listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. Call 888-949-7475 or visit their website at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. John Balserzak and A4 Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.